Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poole, and my guest today is Randy Kaniska. And Randy's going to talk about the latest developments and the race for governor in, in New York State. So, Randy, the last time we spoke, things have changed quite substantially since then. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, well, two weeks, is an, two weeks is an eternity in politics, right? Right. Well, so you think? Yeah. Well, here's what I think. I think that um, Letitia James blinked, and I think obviously a deal was struck. Uh, Cynthia, nobody, you know, <laughs> announces for governor of the state of New York, and three weeks later decides, oh well, nah, I don't want to do that. You know that's that's ridiculous. Um, there must have been some type of a deal that was struck between James um, uh, J. Jacobs and Hochul to um, sort of a you know sort of a wait your turn, and that's you know you know Cynthia, if you think about it, it's a horrible thing to say to a black woman. You know you got to wait your turn, um, but that's the hypocrisy of <laughs> democratic politics, and it's why I'm no longer a Democrat. I mean, you know, well, you must wait your turn for an old white lady, you know, from Buffalo. You know, I'm sorry, Miss James. You know, you can't you can't do this right now. This is not a good idea. I just find it I just find it ludicrous. I find it ridiculous. And I think James made the wrong decision. I think now she's looked at as just somebody who doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She obviously wanted to be governor of the state of New York. That's why she announced candidacy for governor of the state of New York. And now she's trying to go back and say, well, you know, I want to be the attorney general. Well, you know, come on. You know, that's that's I think she lost a lot of face here. I thought she I think she lost a lot of credibility doing this. I think she could have been governor of the state of New York. I think her chances were pretty darn good uh, to be the next governor of the state of New York. Uh, But, you know, um, politics uh, being what it is. Uh, whether it was a deal to say, hey, you know, Hochul is just going to do one term, you know, one full term, and then you can do it. And I'm guessing that's what the deal was. I can't imagine, you know, the deal was to wait eight years. I, I imagine this was some type of a four-year, you know, wait-your-term deal. Um, but and but that's what we have. So I think it all boils down to the Brooklyn Democrats. The Brooklyn Democratic Party threw their support behind Hochul. And if you do not have the backing of downstate Democrats, you're going nowhere. So, well, that was, you know, that was, those were the party, those were the party leaders. And, you know, that was, well, I refer you to, uh, someone named um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. Now, every Democrat in the city and the state supported Joe Crowley. She didn't have any. Right. She didn't have any uh, leadership support. <clears throat> so I, I don't. I get what you're saying, and yet yeah, it helps when you do have. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I have a little bit of COVID. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> it helps when you have. <clears throat> you know leadership support, but 
you know, Ocasio Cortez proved that you don't you don't need any of those people. You don't need those borough presidents or the or the Speaker of the Assembly or anybody. And that's why I think Tish James, um, tough woman that she is, I, I I just think you know. And even though the polls were uh, were not in her favor, but you know, it's she didn't start her campaign. You know, she didn't really you know. Um, she didn't really have a chance to get out there and 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 you know kind of introduce herself to the the people of the state. So uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe in four years she will um, will do a show in four years and talk about uh, Letitia James being the next governor. I had run into a um, an elected official a while back, and we still kind of warm then and. That elected official told me, well, Kathy Hochul has the same donors as Cuomo did. So if you have the same donors and you're shut out of possibly, you know, having lots of money in your campaign chest, you're not going anywhere. So as far as the, like, Happy hopeful and the donors were concerned. Uh, you know, money talks, and you know what walks. So, I think that's the case here. What do you think? Could be, but a lot of those donors they'll get to everybody. You know, a lot of the, a lot of those big donors. You know, um, you know they'll give to all the Democrats. You know, that's like when Trump mm-hmm. said, you know, well I gave to everybody. Well, that's true. <laughs> what those people do you give to everybody you give to everybody and um no i I think this was a case this was a week this was a case of of you you know hey lady wait your turn which again to say again i cynthia i can't help but find it hypocritical and disingenuous um you know we're telling black women to wait their turns but apparently that's that's what the new york state democratic party you know has decided here um, and now I see just a day after this, Kathy Hochul. Now today, it's breaking uh, breaking news for for all your listeners that there she has now instituted a, a mask mandate. And, and and Cynthia, again, this is this is the politics of COVID. So she was she did not she didn't do the mandate <clears throat> when she had a contested primary with Tish James. Now Tish James is out. Now she says, oh well, now I can do a mandate. You know, this is the ridiculousness of these people and how they treat public health in a in a political lens. I mean, does that make sense to you? Are are we any more in danger today than we were yesterday? <laughs> and it just so happens mm-hmm. that your opponent for governor is no longer your opponent and then the day after you decide to do a, a mask mandate it's it's just it's just you know these these people are just beyond the pale. I, I I'm sorry. I think this woman is she's a political hack. I'm talking about the governor. Uh, she has I don't think she's done anything other than be in political jobs. Do you know? I don't really know her background. Do you? Has she done anything other than be in government and and be a hack, a political hack? Well, I know that that she's. Uh, was an elected official, you know. She was a congresswoman. Yeah, she was in Congress, and she was what a county clerk, a county clerk. 
Right, right, exactly. Or something out in Erie County, and I, and who knows what she did before? You know, I don't know what she did before that. I'm, I don't think she's she's done very much. I I just I just you know <clears throat> she just doesn't she does she never impressed me. I mean, she just she was just somebody who they sent out to cut ribbons. I mean, she you know she didn't uh, have any real role in in state government other than that. Um. And now she's the governor, and she just does not uh, impress me as anyone that has any type of substance. I think she's just kind of out there, um, you know. She's 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 the non Cuomo, I guess. But um, you know, she still has opposition. Jemani Williams is still in the race. You think Jermani Williams can give her a run for her money? No, I don't. I don't think so, uh, Cynthia. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. And I'd be surprised if he, if he were to stay in. And I'd be surprised if Swazi, you know, were to stay in at the, at this stage of the game. Um, I think they'll see the writing on the wall eventually, and 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 just you know go back to go back to what they were doing. Okay, uh, for. Lieutenant Governor, uh, we don't hear much about Kathy Hogle's pick for Lieutenant Governor, right? Well, there hasn't been one yet. You know, there, there she is, there is no Lieutenant Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, the, the 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 well it shows how much <laughs> it it shows how much. Uh, prominence this guy has. Uh, I forget his, he's a state senator from uh, Harlem, I think. Uh, Brian, somebody. Uh, yes, he... <laughs> yeah, it shows how much prominent these people are. Uh, yeah, another person who, you know, was out, you know, protesting with with BLM and out in the streets and burning down buildings and who knows what this guy was up to. Um, you know, Cynthia, again, Cynthia, it's just so... It's so disingenuous. You know, it really is. Um, it's all identity politics in the Democratic Party, and it's unfortunate. You know, here you have, you know, Hochul who said, oh, geez, you know, I need – well, I need a black man. I better call Al Sharpton and find me a black man. You know, it's it's just such – it's so disingenuous. It's so hypocritical. It's It's just – unfortunately, it's what the Democratic Party has become. It's all identity politics, and it's just, it's just, it's just too bad. Uh, you mentioned something very interesting. What do you think your uh, Sharpton's role is in politics, not only in New York State but throughout the country? Well, unfortunately, it's it's more of a role than he should have, and I think he does carry a bit of weight I, I maybe not nationally uh, with the black community but i think in certain in certain portions of the black community in um in new york city but cynthia here, here's what i think as far as all that you know uh politics you know the uh politics our politics is, is changing as far as you know the black community and the hispanic community being sort of a given that they're a block vote for the Democratic Party. You know, we're seeing more and more that that is not the case. You know, that is not the case. You know, Reverend Al does not command every black vote in 
the state of New York. He just doesn't. And, and increasingly so, those black voters, those especially those middle to upper middle class black voters, they're voting Republican, Cynthia. They're voting Republican, as are a lot of the Hispanic, the, the, the middle class Hispanic voter. Uh, they're voting Republican. They're not voting Democrat because they're seeing what the Democratic Party has become, and it's become a party of white elitists. Um, you know, Kath, the Kathy Hochul's, the Kathy Sheehan's, the Gavin Newsom's. I mean, the list goes on and on of these elite white people um, who really are only out to serve themselves and their fellow, you know, elitists. You know, whether you're in the Hamptons or you're in Martha's Vineyard. Um, and that's what these people that unfortunately it's the Democrat. It's what the Democratic Party has really become. And it's sad. It's no longer the working man's party. It's no longer the, the party of of black and Hispanics. Hmm, interesting. So let's talk about the uh, race for attorney general. Right now we have Tish James, Zephyr Teachout, who I believe is staying in the race. And there's been talk of Andrew Cuomo getting in the race for Attorney General to to kind of get even with Tish James. What do you feel? How do you feel about the Attorney General's race? I think teach out. And I don't think anybody, I don't Say think anybody stays. I don't think teach out stays in and I don't think anybody will, will stay in that race. Whoever has announced, I, I think it was teach out has announced and maybe one other, um, but I, I don't see a race there. I think that whoever, had visions on that office. Their visions have never. <laughs> and poor Zephyr teach out. I mean, she runs for everything, doesn't she? I mean, she's <laughs> just always running. And 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 you know, honestly, she she probably would have been the next uh, attorney general, uh, if you want my opinion. And <clears throat> that poor woman can't catch a break. Right, right. So you think everything's uncontested? We could just kind of close our eyes, rest. And and November 2022, Hogel will be um, reelected as governor, and Tish I, James will be reelected as attorney general. You could you could bet the farm on that, Cynthia. I would bet the farm on it. Uh, we are now stuck with uh, four years of you know four more years of Hogel and and uh, and. You know that's just the way it's going to be. <clears throat> it's what the um, it's what the Democratic Party has has decided, you know, for itself. Uh, and that's and that's their right to do as as a political party, right? You know, this is a uh, this was a primary. Um, but no, um, everybody go everybody go back to your corners, right? <laughs> okay, so. Um... It's it's going to be interesting, I think. I mean, Zephyr Teachout has not said anything about getting out of the race. 
Well, well, well not yet. We're only, we're only a day. Yeah, we're well, we're only a day. You know, it's, it, it takes a little okay. bit of time. You're, I'm sure she's shell shocked. Um, I'm sure you know, it, you know, she needs to go through her processes, and it you know it takes it you know it takes a couple of days. It takes maybe a couple of weeks, but she will, she will, yeah, she will she will get out. No, 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 no doubt in my mind. And it won't make a difference anyway, Cynthia. She's not going to be Letitia James. Okay, so the um, the other day James had come out with a statement that she wanted to fund women who wanted to get an abortion. She <clears throat> wants New York State to fund women who wanted to get an abortion who would have difficulty in their states. Yeah. Do you think that that statement kind of harmed her in some way? No, it didn't. No, not in the dem. No, not in. No, not in the Democratic primary. And Kathy Hochul said as much herself. They want to make the state of New York the abortion capital of the country. You know, they want to bust people in, uh, and almost almost like a kind of a ghoulish, you know, tourism industry um, in 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 New York State. Uh, Kathy Hochul has said as much, and depending on what happens in the Supreme Court, and I, you know, my guess is it's it's going to be well. I'm I'm I think it could be a six-three uh, overturning Roe, um, or if not a five-four, uh, when Roe is overturned. Oh my God! All these people are going to be um, they want they're going to have they're going to have them bust into New York, and yeah, and probably on the taxpayers' dime, no doubt about it. No doubt in my mind, Kathy Hochul has already said as much, Cynthia. They want to make a New York State the abortion capital, maybe of the whole world, and they will. <laughs> Where are they going to get the money from? From you, from me, from the taxpayers. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll be, it'll, they'll, 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 they'll decry it as a matter of public health, and they'll say, well, we have to. Um, uh, you know, or, or the, you know, but Cynthia, you know, it's interesting the terminology. You know, when you think about words and how words are used in different language, you know, you don't even you don't even really hear the word abortion anymore. You hear the term health care, right? You don't hear abortion. Mm-hmm. You hear health care. You hear, you know, well, a woman has a right to. Of course, a woman has a right to health care. Of course. But they don't even use the word abortion anymore. So you got to you got to look at the language, and how the language is used um, by you know these 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 people um, who apparently it's it, 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 Cynthia. To, you know I I remember even you can think back to Mario Cuomo, who made a really great speech at Notre Dame on abortion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mario Cuomo was pro-choice, but Mario Cuomo understood what abortion was. I think people like Bill Clinton, when he talked about safe, legal, and rare, I think they understood what abortion was. Cynthia, these people now, they celebrate abortion. Abortion is now celebrated as, like... I don't even know. They remember last year or a couple of years ago, they were lighting up the buildings and everybody was like, you know, when they, when they codified the abortion law in New York and it was this big celebration and everybody was, what, what are you celebrating? What are we celebrating here? And I think most women 
will tell you, and those who have gotten aborted, there was no celebration. There was I was not celebrating getting an abortion. It was a horrible decision. It was a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And but you know, I think it is. How could you say that as a man? Right. I'm a human being. I'm a human being. True. I can say I can say it as a human being. Now I was I was I guess technically pro-choice for for a long time, and I guess ultimately to the to the point that I think you know I I think that there should be abortive services available up to a point. You know, up to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, Bill Maher makes makes a well, some would consider it a crude joke. He says, well, you know, according to some, before the man has an opportunity to light the cigarette, there are now three people in the bedroom. You know, kind of an off color, as Mar does, but to the point that, you know, okay, yeah, I mean, geez, the day after, is that a human being? No, I don't think that's a human being. And I don't know, you know, we can make the argument from now until kingdom come when it's a human being. I think, Cynthia... You know, when it comes to that type of a thing, when you talk about viability, and they talked about that in the Supreme Court, you know, viability, viability of the fetus. When is the fetus viable outside the womb? Um, you know, we, you know, and and I think maybe each state needs to determine for itself um, when, you know, that viability will occur. Will will it be twelve weeks? Will it be you know twenty weeks? Will will it be four weeks? Um, or the day after. Or the day right. after. That's well, mm-hmm. or the day after. That's that's correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. But I, I think if you look at, you know, the last fifty some years of, of Roe, you know, you could say, Well, you know, that's that's precedent. You can't you can't dare do that. Well, yes we can. You know. Precedent is not you know enshrined in our in our constitution and i didn't mean to get off on, a, on an abortion you know tangent here but i think mm-hmm. i think the democratic party and i think the pro-choice movement has has forced this upon itself cynthia because like i said when you it's i think it just it just has gotten too far they went too far i think mm-hmm. you know the safe legal and rare i think it's where most americans are I think most okay. Americans are quote unquote pro choice, but I don't think they're pro abortion. That's the difference. But these people now, this is the point I'm trying to make. They are pro abortion. They are not pro choice. I think I'm pro choice. They are pro abortion, and they and they don't shy away from it. Okay, what's the difference between choice and abortion? What's your definition? The the difference is to say that, yes, there should be a degree of – there there should – a woman should have an opportunity after becoming pregnant Mm -hmm. to decide if she wants to have the baby. Now, we can argue how long of a time – that window is right we can we can say well she can have four weeks she can have 12 6 20 we can argue that but that is i think that's a pro-choice 
position, in my opinion. Pro-abortion is what these people are to say, well, we need to have abortion on demand. You cannot limit abortion in any circumstances. Not only that, we are going to celebrate the fact that this is what we've put into our law, that at any point, at any point in time, a woman, whether we want to call it a fetus or whether we want to call it six months later a baby, Uh can suck a baby out of her womb and kill it. Now, we're not going to solve this issue today. Before no. we sign off, I have one other question for you. Do you think that Chris Cuomo got a bad rap, got a bad deal, that he should not have been fired from CNN? Chris Cuomo had, just like his brother got what they got coming to him. You know, Chris Cuomo obviously was trying to um, dig up dirt on a woman accusing his brother of sexual harassment. And again, Cynthia, this is the hypocrisy of these people. This is the hypocrisy of the, the Cuomo's. You know, there was nobody more of the Me Too movement. Remember, remember Cuomo with Kavanaugh. Remember how he just, you know, he got on his high horse and he, and this, but yeah, but on the flip of it, Cynthia, this is the behavior these people engage in. They were looking to, they were looking to tarnish the reputation of an accuser. That's horrible. That is just horrible on on any level, on any level. But this is what these people were about. They are phonies. They are hypocrites. They don't care about women. They care about themselves. So you think that Cuomo got, uh, Chris Cuomo got what he deserved? Yeah, Chris Cuomo got what he deserved. He, he stood out there every night on CNN and, you know, lauded BLM. And, you know, he was just this, this real left-wing woke guy. And lo and behold, lo and behold, he's trying to dig up dirt on a female, on a victim of sexual harassment <laughs> and try to disparage her. I mean, what, you know, how could, how could CNN have this guy on their 9 o'clock? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how he could. He's done. He's done. He's done. Well, maybe they we'll can hire say, him on Fox. I don't know. I think at one point he was on Fox. He might have been. But these are Cynthia, and this is just to leave you with this. You know, Mario Cuomo was a great man. He was a real gentleman. You know, maybe we didn't believe with all his politics, but this was a great man, a gentleman, a statesman, probably a guy who should have been president of the United States or a Supreme Court justice. And the saddest part of all this that his legacy as a great man, has now been tarnished by his boys, that his boys really wow. just, well, think about it. The Cuomo, the Cuomo name is not a good name. Um, it's not mm-hmm. a good name, and it should be because his father, the father was, like I said, you may have not agreed with his politics, but Cynthia, you know, he made that speech in 84, Probably one of the greatest political speeches there ever was at the, at the Democratic Convention in 84. Yeah. One of the greatest orders, just one of the greatest minds. Yeah, he was a tough player, but he was just a, an honorable man, a brilliant man. He was not a bully. 
He respected people. He cared about people. He was a good and decent man, and his legacy in politics uh, has been really almost destroyed by, by his boys. Wow. Well, Randy, we're out of time, and I always look forward to talking with you because you kind of stir up the pot a little bit. So you've been listening to Randy Kaneska from Cohoes, which is in Albany County. Uh, I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Randy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.